Hi, my name is Danny, and I am a horticulturalist. Welcome to my little podcast, Leaves, Stems and Roots. Mini episode four, Doris Jocelyn Brown, Need Giles, 1898-1971. In these first of many mini episodes, I will be discussing Australian women in horticulture. This is not a political podcast, however, as I will be talking about the first women in my industry, politics will be discussed briefly. All media pertaining to these episodes will be cited in the show notes. Quote, There is no spot of ground, however arid, bare or ugly, that cannot be tamed into such a state as may give an impression of beauty and delight. Gertrude Jekyll. I know I usually have a quote from the great women themselves, but both Phyllis and I, horticulturalists in England, I'll probably do a slightly larger mini on her soon. If you've been listening to my last episodes of minis, most of the women I have discussed thus far have mostly been influenced in some way by this lady's work, including today's landscape designer. Let's get on to it, my dear leaflets. Doris Jocelyn Giles was born in Toowong, Brisbane, Queensland, 13th of August 1898. Her name was Doris Jocelyn, but in many of the sources she is known as Jocelyn, so I will continue with that too. Jocelyn was the eldest child of English accountant Sidney Reynolds Giles and Australian-born Georgina Munro, knee Hull. Until 1909, the Giles called Warwick home and then moved to Sydney. Jocelyn schooled at Summer Hill and later at the Royal Arts Society of New South Wales. After training as a draftsman, she apprenticed to Jones and Jardine, commercial artists. Not sure who the Jones of the Jones and Jardine was, but the Jardine was Walter Jardine. Side note here, I am not sure if it was around the time Jocelyn was there, but I'm sure you've seen the old ads for Tui's Beer. Picture will be in the show notes. You can actually buy a poster of this for $525. So there you go if you're interested, I guess. Anyway, back to Jocelyn. During this time, she was trained in technical drawing as well as freehand. She met her husband, an expat from New Zealand. Alfred Brown had fought in WW1. Due to being wounded in the war, he took the opportunity to study as an architect through the Institution of British Architects. They married in England in 1920. They were instrumental to each other's career. Alfred won the Sloan Medallion for Architecture and this enabled them to travel to Europe where they visited many famous gardens in France and Italy including Luxembourg, Versailles, Malmaison and the Villa d'Este. Once the couple came back to England, they spent a few years at the experimental garden city of Welwyn in Hertfordshire. Alfred helped with the town planning and architecture whereas Jocelyn spent her time in the gardens. She was greatly influenced by the works of Gertrude Jekyll and Edwin Lutyens, who were promoting similar ideals as the Browns. Jocelyn and Alfred left England in 1923 and settled in New Zealand, where Jocelyn worked as a commercial artist. Two of her main clients being Yates Seed Company and Auckland, Society of Arts Annual Exhibition. She also accepted a few commissions for garden designs. Unfortunately, few of her designs are left. I tried to find these old Yates art pieces, but alas, unable to. 
After returning to Australia in the midst of the 1930s depression, Jocelyn became the sole breadwinner as Alfred had lost his hunger for architecture. Possibly at the time, this particular career choice was not really that prevalent. Anyway, Jocelyn became a designer with the card company John Sands, which is still around today. They developed the gardens in their first home in Comley, Woolara, but their more famous garden was that of the fountain in Kalara, honing into their experiences of European and the Garden City. As there was an old quarry on the site, Jocelyn took great advantage of this and the result will be in the show notes. This picture was in a few magazines and in the Australian Garden Illustrated where I was able to get the photo. From here, she wrote a few articles with collaborators about gardening, design and plantmanship. Her style was heavily influenced by the European gardens and so unlike with Edna Walling, she rarely used native plants in her Australian designs. Jocelyn was prominent in the Society of Arts and Craft in New South Wales. She was a member of the Business and Professional Women's Club. Alfred and Jocelyn both started lecturing at the University of Sydney. Alfred in architecture and Jocelyn in landscape design. In 1952, she was elected a fellow of the Institute of Landscape Architects in England. She loved playing chess with her husband and retired in Camden, New South Wales. She passed away on the 3rd of October 1971, aged 78. She was remembered as a commercial artist, horticulturalist, landscape designer and painter in watercolours and oils. She was one of Australia's first professional trained landscape designers. Another amazing woman. Kudos to her husband. I mean, in that day and age, for both husband and wife to be greatly entwined in their careers, he must have been an exceptional man. These women that I am discussing, I haven't really heard of them, even though, as a woman horticulturalist myself, we only really get to know, you know, the Edna Wallings of the world and it I'm just happy to be able to give you some more information on these women. There was a book written about her by Dr Helen Proudfoot, an amazing woman in her own right, and there is a planning award named after Dr Proudfoot. As well as being in planning and design, she was an author and wrote Gardens in Bloom, Jocelyn Brown and her Sydney Gardens of the 30s and 40s. I did try to find a quote from this author, but I was unable to do that as well. Anyway, so many amazing women. Thanks for letting me talk to you about them. If you know of other women who have done wonderful things for horticulture or gardening, etc., please let me know. We do have a long list, but I'm sure I've missed some. Until next time, dear leaflets, toodaloo. All media pertaining to this episode will be in the show notes. Please follow through Instagram and we now have a Facebook group. Tell me about your kitchen gardens. Please remember to rate and review. And remember to pull up your plants so we can get dirty. Blop, blop.